0: Yo, what up, it's your boy Cole Shep. This podcast is brought to you by my boy Joey T and Tyrese Maxi. But right now, you know, we just maxing on the cords, hailing from the streets of South Philly. Sometimes it gets a little hectic out there, but right now we go up you on how we just chill.
1: What is going on, Sixers fans? Welcome back into another edition of Trust the Podcast. I am your host, Joe Tubin. As always, last episode uh, me and Chris Reynolds talked about the Eastern Conference playoff picture. We talked about the Sixers and the Bucks' potential playoff matchup. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about the other conference in the NBA that doesn't have the Sixers in it, and that is the Western Conference. The West has been an absolute mess this season outside of maybe like the first three teams of the conference. The rest of those teams have been shuffling around the standings all year long, and Chris is back with me to discuss this conference. So Chris, I know you wanted to talk about this conference maybe even more than the east because of all the nonsense. Uh so what's just your take on the west in general so far this year?
0: Uh my take is that this is the most excited I've been for the playoffs for a conference because I genuinely could see any team losing in the first round. Uh currently, I actually I'm not going to list who's like doing well in the record. I just know that the Lakers I think are the 10th seed right now,
1: 11, but yeah.
0: They're, they're okay, now they're 11. Yep. So I have them winning the West and <laughs> they're the 11th seed. <laughs> so,
1: That's great. No, like, uh, yeah. That, like I the
0: that. fact that 11th seed right now I'm the most confident in is kind you of know, like, like I'm wearing, I'm the wearing a Mavericks the jersey and they're terrible right now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to do with the West. Cause I look at that conference and I like every team and I also hate every team at the same point.
1: No. And we're in March Madness right now for college basketball. Like I truly think like, you know the college basketball fans won't want to hear this, but I think like we could have a March Madness feel in this in this Western Conference playoffs. Obviously, not ne- not necessarily the same magic because it's not single game elimination, but the unpredictability aspect I think is very much in play. You mentioned the Lakers; you have them winning the West. They wouldn't even make the awesome. play in if the season ended this very second. But obviously, they have thirty they have thirty five wins. The four seed has thirty eight. Like the Phoenix Suns are thirty-eight and thirty-three, the eight seed thirty-six and thirty-seven Minnesota. So the Lakers, very much not out of this. So your prediction is not absurd because Phoenix through New Orleans has between thirty-eight and thirty-four wins. That is the four through twelve seeds. Portland thirty-one wins. They're kind of out of it at this point, but I don't know if they win if they win every game the rest of the year. They're back. What did
0: James said today? What did
1: say? Oh yeah, he said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Right.
0: No, no, he said, uh, yeah, we kind of fallen out of the tenth seed and now it's kinda of at this point. I love the competition, but like there's no point in playing. Oh,
1: well, yeah. I mean he, he basically wrong.
0: waved the right he waved the white flag. The season's over. That's unfortunate.
1: I kind of I kind of still like Portland's roster, which is kind of funny because they're playing I, I well.
0: don't know why their defense is so bad. There's no way it's all Nurkic's fault.
1: Yeah. Like, I know he is, like, not as good, but, like, it can't just be him. I agree. Well, I mean, to be fair, I haven't watched them a ton, but, like, at the same time, like, I just know who's on their team. I know there was a point in the season where everyone was talking about um, how how much they'd improved off of last year back in, like, December. You know what it was, Chris? They traded Josh Hart. They shouldn't have done that. I mean. Why are we yeah. leading with Portland? But anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, Portland's not really worth talking about, but the idea of – Jeremy Grant, Gary Payton, Josh Hart defensively seemed like it would have really helped, and it, it didn't. They
1: traded Gary Payton after ten games. That was like their big free agent signing. I don't understand what they're doing. Oh, well, he's injured,
0: I so I kind of get it. But well, they—I they, I don't know. But basically, they <laughs> got all these guys that are known to play defense, and their defense is still atrocious. So I don't even know what to tell them because they're just going to be Portland.
1: I agree. And speaking of atrocious defense. The Denver Nuggets, the one seed in this conference. We can start with them now that we're going to actually start talking about this playoff picture. So they're 48 and 24. They're five and five in their last 10. They've been losing to some teams they shouldn't be losing to. And yet the rest of the conference is so mediocre that their grip on the one seed has not loosened. Um, Nicole Jokic is on pace to come in third in the MVP voting. He is nearly averaging a triple double uh, and Honestly, this Denver team, they have a really good starting five, but right now it feels like defensively and also with their bench, it just feels like they're such a fraud- fraudulent one seed to me. I know you agree with that because you said you think the Lakers can beat them in the first round. What is your thoughts on Denver right now?
0: It's just funny hearing the way that you describe Denver. It's the clear Jokic animosity. Um, I think he's not it second. What I think he's on case. What do you want
1: me to third? do, Chris Reynolds?
0: He's not on pace for third. Um, Giannis hasn't played enough games.
1: Okay, fine. Fine. But second. Whatever.
0: He's, he's going to be a close second.
1: The second Denver best leader. center in basketball, Nicole Jokic.
0: I disagree about that. Anyways, so Jokic, I think, was having a great time with that Denver team. Everything was vibing. And then Jamal Murray had some setback in his play. Michael Porter Jr., the king of contested shots. Um, he's, he's actually healthy. I just don't really. They're another team where it's not like they lost their identity like the Celtics did. It's more so just the shots aren't falling, and their defense is their biggest weakness. It seems like that's getting brutally exposed right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really even know. I I feel like the, it's different with them and the Celtics. The Celtics, I feel like, have an actual identity crisis, whereas yeah. whereas the Denver Dungas are just going through a rough patch. I agree. Yeah, so I don't really know what to tell you about Denver besides they're just their shots aren't falling right now, and Murray hasn't has somewhat dipped down from what he was doing lately.
1: My problem with Denver is that I really think they go six deep. And I don't think that's good enough in this Western conference that feels like it's going to be decided more on which team has the most like versatility, which team can throw the most different looks out in the playoffs. Because as we've seen, this conference is so weird. Anyone can beat anyone and you have to be able to adapt on the fly. I think Denver really, they have one lineup. I don't really think they can mix things up. And that's not even necessarily a bad thing. I mean, Jokic, Gordon, Murray, KCP, have all I mean, even Porter Jr. have all been super consistent. I like Bruce Brown off the bench. He gives them a, a good look, a good guy to play off Jokic, rolling to the rim. But I just think that's it. And their defense is really bad at times because, they're, okay, let me rephrase that. Their defense is not really bad, but it can be exploited by good teams. And we've seen it, and apparently, even not not even just good teams because we saw the Spurs and the the Bulls just funnel into the paint and attack Jokic. And I don't want to pin that all on him because Jokic at 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 a certain point he can't help it. It's not that like he he's not even a bad defender. I think he thinks the game really well, no matter if it's offense or defense. He's just a slow footed guy, and he's not going to be able to just protect the rim with this ferocity. He's not going to be able to slow people down. So when all of a sudden he's getting driven on by Jeremy Sohan, you know. It's not a good look for this Denver team, but it does exploit their weaknesses in that I don't really think they can protect the paint at all. I don't really think they can keep up with a, a quick team like the Kings on offense. If Memphis gets right, I think they're gonna have issues there. But the Lakers, especially with Davis and LeBron, if they're healthy, I think can exploit this Denver team. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Like, I would you agree with that? I just feel like Denver, Denver just it feels like they're a one-trick pony. That's my that's my take on them.
0: I, yeah, honestly, at times you look at Denver and you just don't understand how they're a one seed, whereas other times they look like they're the best offense, so you understand it.
1: Like, I it's honestly fun. think I liked their team more two years ago when they had, like, Jeremy Grant and, like, guys like that. I don't know. I thought they were more well-rounded, like the bubble team.
0: Yeah, I honestly just think the way that they've changed their system to work around Jokic is better. Okay. I think the roster at that point might have been better, but I just think from, like, how they're playing – but well, I have to think about that. Honestly, Denver, all right. this isn't a joke. But genuinely speaking, Bones Highland off the bench for them was actually at times important for them. Mm-hmm. He actually provided offense for them, and they lost him, and they got nothing back for him.
1: I think you're so, right. To be honest, like everyone said he was being like toxic or whatever, I, for whatever reason. They, they didn't
0: know. say he was being toxic. They were just like, it's weird that he would want out of a situation with Jokic. Well, sound-
1: I thought it sounded like he was just kind of like, I don't know. Well, I don't even really know. It sounded they like. They
0: were upset that he had no defense and the coaching staff didn't like his lack of defense and he didn't seem happy next to Jokic. Okay.
1: I thought it was like a work ethic thing. That's what I thought they were saying. Okay. That's not what they said. So they only trade him because he's a bad defender? Like, well. He's he a bad
0: defender him. and he, didn't- he wasn't enjoying playing next to Jokic because he didn't get anything.
1: Well, now he doesn't even get minutes on the clippers. So
0: well, you know, man, I don't know what to tell him, but I'm the Bones Highland insider. Regardless,
1: I mean, okay, but I I thought replacing him with Reggie Jackson was an upgrade. Reggie Jackson's been awful and that hasn't helped their bench. So yes, I actually think I almost agree with you in that while I don't think Bones Highland was playing that well, he was at least averaging double digit points off the bench, could make three pointers, and now they just don't have that piece. And now really, like I said, their only bench guy that I trust is Bruce Brown, but He is not a high volume shooter. He is there to play off Jokic and that's fine, but that's not going to be enough to, to win a playoff series or win, win a game in a playoff series. That's not enough. That's not enough of an X factor for me. And I love Bruce Brown, but that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah. They're just weird. Cause they look like such a great force. Now you actually look at the team and it's like, who is that bench? Yeah. And like, that's been an issue the whole year. Thomas Bryant is an upgrade over DeAndre Jordan, but he hasn't really been the Thomas Bryant that was with the Lakers. So
1: he's playing really well in the Lakers, and now he's just kind of there. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know why he. I think Denver without Jokic doesn't have any idea of how to play offense. I agree. I agree. Part of an issue where you should have some semblance of an offense without Jokic. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. I hate that bench.
1: Like, Charles Barkley, you know how he plays who he who who he played for at the beginning yeah. of the NBA season? They could give him all guys on this Denver bench, and he would miss all of them. Maybe he'd catch on eventually that they all play for Denver, but he wouldn't know half the guys on this team.
0: He probably wouldn't catch on, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, their bench is not a – yeah, their bench isn't good. So, I, I don't what to tell you just – well, that was the issue last year was they had no one around Jokic, and now those guys that were bad around Jokic and are just on the bench. So –
1: well, no, they lost them all. Like Monte Morris, Will Barton. Um,
0: well, those Will, were the kind of okay all... guys on the bench. Now it's just like actual random guys on the bench.
1: Right, right. Like Austin Rivers is gone. They they, they they literally lost all the good bench players from two years ago that became starters last year. Now they're all off the team. So I agree. I think Denver well, – and you mentioned you think the Lakers can beat them. Let's talk about the Lakers. Let's talk about the Lakers. because Best
0: team in the West.
1: So they're the 11th seed right now. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. They have the second best defensive rating in the league in the month of March. Uh, and they're doing this while LeBron James is injured. Anthony Davis is back. He had a couple you know, shaky games, but it's, it feels like he is back to being that force for them, that star player for them. Obviously with those two guys, Davis and LeBron injuries, health is going to be the concern for them. But if those two guys are healthy, I think they walk through the play in. Now here's the one thing though what if the Lakers get the seven seed in the play? And like, what if they win the play and get the seven seed, then they don't play uh, Denver. But hypothetically speaking, if they get the eight seed, I agree with you. I really think that they could beat Denver. We've seen them beat them uh, in the playoffs in the bubble. I think Davis can, can go up against Jokic and really like have a good time on both ends of the court. I think he can perform well. And LeBron James is LeBron James. He will absolutely use his masterful mind for basketball to to cut apart this Denver Nuggets defense. And plus all the role players they brought in are performing fantastically. What are you seeing from the Lakers right now? Why do you think that, why do you have them winning the West? Is that like actually your pick or no?
0: That's like legitimately my pick. Okay.
1: And I can get behind that, but go in depth on that.
0: All right. So in the playoffs, I don't care if LeBron James has a broken leg; he's playing. He's (laughs) going to be fine. Like, I'm sorry, but
1: completely. it's
0: it's been that way my whole life. So, A.D. is a bigger health concern to me than LeBron because A.D. actually has missed a playoff series against the Suns. He missed some games. Yep, But A.D. has actually been pretty healthy this year. He's like kind of missed some games, but like...
1: He missed like a month, but that's good for him. That's not as much as usual.
0: Yeah, so I'll take it. LeBron I know is going to be fine in playing. I love my boy Westbrook, but I could not think of a worse team for him to play on from a basketball standpoint than the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And now they traded Westbrook. They got... D'Angelo Russell, who can shoot and can sometimes play defense. He's actually a smart defender, but he's not. It's more of like an effort thing at times. You look at Austin Reeves, who dropped 35 the other night. I know everyone's talking about him like he's Michael Jordan. Um, Austin Reeves,
1: though, has been really good. He's the type of guy LeBron likes, just an easy catch and shooter that LeBron can trust if he's wide open.
0: Okay, this also might sound weird, but L.A. always just has some random – g-league white dude that the whole city rallies behind it was alex caruso and then now the the crown got passed to austin Reeves.
1: i mean they're such different players though
0: i know but still the way that the whole team just rallies behind them that's crazy um so yeah
1: talk about vandy
0: yeah so this is where like the actual difference was made i still think lebron and 80 might be the best one too in the nba at times like most i in the playoffs especially i believe that but they got Jared Vanderbilt, who I loved in Minnesota because he saved towns defensively. And that's why their defense worked. That's why the team was good. So they have towns, ne- they have Vanderbilt next to AD. So that's, – are an amazing front court now defensively. They have D'Angelo Russell, who I mentioned, but Vanderbilt changed the team defensively the way they went from a terrible offensive team. So now they actually look like they can play defense again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, Reeves went from the number third option to now like a guy that when he scores, it's cool. But like, he, he, I don't know why Austin Reeves had to be your third best player. Um Malik Beasley is just a good guy that can shoot threes, which doesn't seem like a lot, but they did not have a single right. guy on that didn't team that shooting. could do that.
1: They didn't have shooting. So them. now
0: they they got they fulfilled their biggest need of three point shooting and defense. They got yep. both of them, and if you have three point shooting and defense around LeBron James, that wins championships.
1: Not to mention LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So yeah.
0: Yeah, like they have the best two, and I described the fact that they now have the perfect three pointers in defense now around them.
1: So here's my here's my question for you. D'Lo has been awesome since he got to the Lakers. He's putting up like eighteen and seven, really efficient shooting. Seems like, like you said, it's an effort thing with him. Some years the effort's not there. I don't know if the effort was fully there the first half of this season with Minnesota, but right now
0: it was not. It's
1: in his return to the Lakers, which is I still think is crazy that he came back, but it's cool to see. He's playing really well. Do you think, because this has been a problem for D'Angelo Russell in the past, when he's not the ball dominant player, do you think he will make the sacrifices needed to play off of LeBron James and be that secondary ball handler, that responsible secondary second secondary ball handler? Do you think he'll make those concessions? Or do you think this fit could get a little sloppy?
0: I think he will do it for the season, get his contract and then he'll start complaining that he's not the number one ball handler like I don't know that's
1: I've always had a soft spot for Russell even though I'm I'm fine to criticize him because he's had some bad moments but I I I do like him I I feel like he he could have the best stretch of his career uh in these coming months in the playoffs
0: yeah as long as he keeps it this way I just know there's probably a world where he complains at some point about his role on the team and it goes from like this fun D'Angelo comeback to like here we go again, D'Angelo Russell and being D'Angelo Russell.
1: Yeah, and here's my thing. Like, I I really think that if the Lakers get the eight seed, they will beat Denver. I completely agree because, and I I was, it's like I was talking about. It. I don't think Denver has any secondary looks. The Lakers, they're back to where they were in 2020, where they can get really creative with their lineups. They have nine ish, eight or nine guys that could be in the crunch time five at any given game. Sometimes Dennis Schroeder is scoring the ball and he's going to the rim. Sometimes Malik Beasley is going to make seven three-pointers and look like an awesome player. Sometimes Jared Vanderbilt is going to have 14 rebounds and six assists and he's going to be playing awesome. Sometimes Austin Reeves is going to be red hot. Sometimes they can put Anthony Davis at the four and put a center in there like Mo Bamba. And that, they haven't done that very often. Mo Bamba isn't playing too much for this team, but he's proven in the past he can score the ball. They have different looks. so And that is why I think I'm in agreement with you I don't know if I'm going to pick the Lakers to make the NBA finals, but I do think they very much can make some noise in the postseason.
0: I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know what team, if they could beat the Denver Nuggets, I think they could win the whole thing. Yeah. Because I think their matchup-wise, they're so versatile. I will push back on you saying they're like the 2020 Lakers. The 2020 Lakers team, I think, was extremely underrated in the moment. We thought because super teams were over that like the Lakers weren't that good of a team, like not at that level. They were that good. LeBron James and AD were the best two and AD was playing like a top five player in the league and LeBron was one at the time.
1: I just mean, I think that team is better than this team. I just mean they, they now have, they now can do different things again. Like where the last two years, especially earlier this year, when, you know, they had different players and worse players like Westbrook, uh, They were pretty stuck. And now I feel like they can adjust in the playoffs the way they would need to.
0: They're in a way better spot than they were at the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. One team who is not in a better spot than they were at the beginning of the season, Memphis Grizzlies, somehow still the second seed in this Western Conference at 44 and 27. Do you see a roadmap for this team to be an NBA Finals team? Because right now, I just think there's so much baggage. We don't even really need to talk about the John Moran stuff. Everybody knows about it. I mean, I don't even really know what my opinion of it is. It uh, seems like he's coming back soon, though. He was at the game. He's, the he's supposed to
0: play his next game, but yeah. who knows if it's going to play his full minutes. Right.
1: right. So what are your thoughts on this Memphis team? Steven Adams should be coming back soon as well. So
0: He's going to miss the remainder of the regular season, I think.
1: Really? I thought he was questionable last week. Okay. Well,
0: First that's time. what I thought. Then my fantasy team said to put <laughs> out for the remainder of the season, probably. Okay.
1: Fair enough. So regardless, where, where are you thinking with this Memphis team? Cause I know a year ago we were thinking, I mean, especially you had a lot of good things to say about this.
0: I think I might've picked them to come out of the West at the beginning of the year, just because of how much I love that team. I believed in Jaron Jackson and John Morant and Steven Adams. Um, but I'm concerned. I don't believe that Josh solved all of his issues in one weekend, sitting on a couch, talking about his yeah. feelings. Um, despite Josh saying that, but I don't, I don't think he figured out his whole mental health in a few days dylan brooks is actually now the least likable player in the nba yep i thought it was draymond and then dylan brooks went at draymond and i feel bad for draymond at times because of how he
1: is dylan brooks he went to a low place he dissed theo pinson chris he went at theo pinson what are we doing like that's just give
0: him a whole quote about it and like their own post about dylan brooks because I every time Dylan Brooks speaks, I think I'm notified by it by ESPN.
1: Like the dude's out here low blowing Donovan Mitchell. He's out here yapping to the Warriors Did still. you still try
0: to He's get the Kyrie jersey?
1: Cool yeah, that was funny. Uh, he tried to do a jersey swap with Kyrie. It didn't work out. He's attacking Theo Pinson, one of the most beloved teammates in the NBA. You know what Theo Pinson did? He posted like a he posted a picture on his like Instagram story of when UNC beat Oregon in the tournament. He's like kind of just letting let Dylan Brooks know oh I've beat you before you're talking crap about me now but I've I've beaten you before so I didn't like that from Dylan Brooks I don't like the fact that he's just just always yapping when he's shooting 39 percent from the field and he's getting suspended for texts and he is just the biggest villain in the NBA right now and I'm so here for it because sometimes the NBA needs some villains it doesn't have the villains like it did in like the 80s we we need someone like this so I'm happy to root against the Grizzlies. I'm happy to root against Dylan Brooks.
0: I'm not. I this went from like the team that I was that was the young fun team I was rallying behind to another team that like I still like Jaw, but I, I'm genuinely hoping Dylan Brooks just like gets terrible at playing basketball and he loses his contract. Like I can't I can't stand him. <laughs> I love Jaron Jackson. I love Jaw and I love Steven Adams. I actually like Bane. It's really Dylan
1: Brooks. is good. Bane's good.
0: It's just like like here's like, I haven't had, I haven't heard Bain say anything. So he's my new favorite yeah, on the team. Right. Right. Like I, I don't like, ja.
1: I, and, like I don't like Ja, and it's not even because of what's going on right now off the court. I just find it easy to root against him now in the sense of like, I don't know, like he just kind of, their, their antics just make me cringe. Like, I don't really, they're not really fun. I don't know. I like where a team like the Kings or the Knicks, like. I really enjoy watching them play. And I really like feel like those teams have have found this really fun chemistry where the Grizzlies, they just feel like that that team that wants everybody to just hand them hand everything to them on a silver platter where they haven't really earned it yet. I mean, they lost to the Warriors in the second round last year. That's the pinnacle of their success thus far. Now, with that aside, they're a very good team. They've been winning games without Ja. Jaron Jackson is in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation He's been putting up, like, almost four stocks a game, steals plus blocks. He's been up there all year. He's been awesome.
0: He leaves blocks by, like, at least one full block
1: a game. Yeah, 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 it's it's insane. He's around three a game. So Tyus has been awesome, filling in for Morant. I just don't think, like, maybe this doesn't make sense, but I just don't think that they can win with this baggage they have right now. And I also don't think, like, in the playoffs, their style is one that can go four rounds because they're very just reliant on this hard-nosed front court defense plus Ja just jumping over everyone and I don't think that can go four rounds. That's just I said that last year as well. That's why I picked Golden State to beat them when we did our podcast last year. So where is your head with Memphis? Do you have do you still hold out hope for them?
0: I'm done with Memphis. I I honestly I'm hoping so badly the Memphis is a two-seed Lakers beat them the first round and they get humbled by these old guys because I can't take any one of them at this. They're the most entitled team I've ever seen who's done nothing.
1: Right, right.
0: They won a play-in game, and then they they lost to the Warriors. Yeah. I, I don't know why that makes them think I that. Guess they,
1: I guess they think because they beat Golden State in the play-in two years ago when, like, they didn't have Clay. Like, they think that was, like, this big achievement. But Golden State last year in a real series, like, took it to them. And they still are just yapping at them all the time. Like, it's very much like they're just punching upward at the Warriors. It's very strange.
0: John Morant, I'm fine with his antics because he's that good of a player where I think you deserve Sure, it. sure. My issue is when the rest of the team does it, and it's like, all right, Dylan Brooks, you're not John Moran. Yeah. I don't know why there hasn't been a quote about him saying that he's not John Morant. Maybe he doesn't know it yet.
1: Yeah, like, we, we shouldn't give too much more time to Dylan Brooks, but he is, he is a starter on this team. He is part of the dynamic. I agree with you, and honestly – As much as, as funny as it would be for the Lakers to knock out the supposed MVP Jokic, I think I would enjoy it a lot more if the Lakers were the team to end this Memphis run. Actually,
0: I really, I want the Warriors Grizzlies matchup round one. I want that.
1: That would be a fun one. That would be a fun one. I only, but I would get concerned though, because the Warriors are so bad on the road and they would be the road team in that series. And I would want the Warriors to win. So I don't know. if You would
0: never see me rooting harder for the Warriors than in that
1: series. Yeah. I that's why what I w- that's what I would like to see. Um Golden State is 8 and 29 on the road this season, but they're 29 and 7 at home. They are the 2026ers reincarnated. That is what that 2026ers team was like and that is what this Warriors team is like. But they still have Steph Curry, he's back from injury, he's playing so well. Um you know, Draymond's still there. Clay is still there. They have the infrastructure from last year's championship team. Guys like Looney and Divasenzo have been playing really well over this past month. Do you think Golden State? We're going to. I guess we're just going to have to ask this question of every team in this Western Conference because everyone's so close. Do you think Golden State can make another finals trip or at least a deep playoff run?
0: Last year I said no, and they won it all. So <laughs> this year I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say
1: yes. But well, that's different because last year you didn't pick them to win the finals, but you still thought of them as one of the better teams where this year they're around 500. So I don't think you would be crazy to pick against them this year, but I'm just posing the question.
0: I just remember thinking last year, I'm like, I don't think that I, none of I their matches were that tough for them, but I also didn't like that team. Yeah. Then Wiggins becomes.
1: Well, oh. Th- Wiggins, though, he might not be back this year, which is if a whole. not back. Hole.
0: I don't think this seems legit. If Wiggins comes back, I don't care if it's Larry's first game back. It's, yeah. I, You can't really tell me they're not a contender in the West when literally everyone is on the same level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Poole has regressed, but I didn't like him anyways. Yeah. Curry's Curry. Clay's offense is back. Did you see the Clay Thompson doing the one, two, three, four to yes, Brooks? I did. Yeah, it's a great comeback, Clay. Maybe you should shoot better than thirty-five oh, percent from the field. Um, plays anyways,
1: so Clay's been really good lately offensively. He's been really efficient. He's been shooting the ball well. I don't know I why. He's just, eight, nine,
0: I just when when that's his only comeback.
1: Oh, whatever, maybe. whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Warriors. When you have Steph Curry, I'm gonna trust you. It's just like the Lakers. Although I trust the Lakers more with with the way they have reshuffled the team. But like the infrastructure of Golden State. It's just what it is. It's kind of like your heat argument. Like, I still can see the Warriors, um, you know, making a playoff run. Like, there could be a world where the eight seed and the 7th seed win their playoff series because this West is so wide open. Like, I do think Denver, if it, if it is Denver versus Lakers and Warriors versus Grizzlies, if it shakes out that way. I could see a world where both the Grizzlies and Nuggets lose. I really think that could happen. Now, the West is so topsy-turvy. Golden State could wind up as the four seed. They could wind up out of the playoffs because of the play-in. We don't know, but if that is how it shakes out, I could see it. Now, Chris, who, who do you trust the most out of some of these other teams? Like the Kings? I think the Kings are playing so, so, so well offensively. I, statistically, I think they're even the best offense in the league. So bonus has been awesome, but defensively they, they do have their limitations as much as I like this, this team. They're so much fun. They're going to make the playoffs for the first time since 2006. Like we were three years old. They haven't made the playoffs since then. It's awesome to see them back. Fox has been awesome, but like I would be a hypocrite if I didn't point out that similar to Denver, they kind of rely on one central lineup of the, of their starting five. Now, you know, Trey Lyles, Malik Monk, Davian Mitchell, Those they, they have been good bench players. But it feels like ultimately in a playoff series, they're going to have to rely on the same look all the time. And that look hasn't been able to get stops all the time against good teams. Do you think the Kings can make a finals trip?
0: So over Christmas break in January, my pick to win the West was the Kings. Really? The Lakers- the Lakers passed them, but I think the Kings are the second best team in the West. Okay. I love that Kings team. In terms of my bandwagoning fandom right now, they're up there. Um, I love De'Aaron Fox. When he can shoot, it really varies by the year, but this season he can shoot, so he's good again. Sabonis is a mini Jokic that's not as heavy footed. Yeah. And Sabonis,
1: is- Sabonis might be the most underrated star in the NBA this year, I would say.
0: The issue with him is that I always look at him through the perspective of Tyrese Halliburton, which isn't fair to him. But point, is I still think that good. trade
1: is fair to say it was an even deal. Like, I don't even think you can say that anymore.
0: I think you can, considering Tyrese Halliburton is so young and actually wanted to be in Sacramento, which no one else does.
1: You I, think hope? That, I think that's changing, though. I think that's changing. I feel like this should be the start of something for them. This should not be a one year wonder. I think the culture they're building should stick around for years to come. But that doesn't mean I think this version of this king, this Kings team, this first year of the team can make a finals trip because I just don't think like defensively, how are they going to stop the Lakers? Like, how are they going to stop even Jokic? Like, I just don't think they could do it. I do think they're going to win at least their first round playoff series. Like, I think they have that in them. But at a certain point, like I know their offense is so scorching hot, but I don't know. I just... Maybe it's just because it's the Kings. Like, maybe if this was any other team, I'd be like, oh, that team can make a finals trip. But maybe because it's that Kings brand, maybe there's still some hesitancy for me. But I really love how they played this year. I really love their team. I like watching them play. I think I've watched, like, seven of their games, which is probably the second most behind the Sixers. Like, I don't know. Like...
0: Could you just, all right, just put that roster on the Lakers? You'd probably pick that team to win the finals. Like, that's what most people No, would I do.
1: don't think I would. I don't think I would. But like, because... most
0: people, their respect that they would have for that team, if it's a... To being win the team.
1: finals? I don't... If You mean win the West?
0: Put that roster, and then you say they're the second seed or third seed in the West. Yeah. You get so much more respect if that Lakers symbol was attached to them over the Kings.
1: Well, I agree with you, but it's weird. Cause I really want to like this Kings team. I don't think they're ready to win a finals. Like, I just don't think they are. And like, are you like, they just can't get stops enough. Like, I think that matters in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm just,
0: assuming they're losing round two to the Lakers. That would be my yeah, guess.
1: I think that's fair. I think that's a fair prediction because they, they have such a crafty offense though, man, they get, they get the best shots like Fox and Sabonis are so methodical in the way they just create shots. Like Fox in the fourth quarter has been so good. Sabonis is like just – he if he's not absolutely torching people under the basket, then he's finding every open shooter on this team. Herder, yeah, just Harrison just a game. Sabonis? That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. I watched the Knicks versus the Kings a couple weeks ago. It was a really interesting game. Like I was just so confused why the Knicks weren't going small because they were just trying to throw like Hartenstein at Sabonis – and he was just, he was looking like, you know, a center out of the 80s. He was looking like just the post moves he was putting on these guys. It was so easy for him. And I don't think that will work in the playoffs against, you know, Anthony Davis or in a final series against like Giannis and Brooke, but I don't know. They've just found a way to, to win games. So I do think that they're a good team. It's just at a certain point when you're a bottom 10 defense, like, I don't think that's a recipe for championship success.
0: I watch every game and I don't understand how the defense is supposed to get a stop anyways, considering I feel like this year, anyone's just scoring at will.
1: So I
0: I don't really look at Sacramento thinking like, I'm not like, oh, their defense is bad. It's like,
1: listen, man, if the Kings win the West, I would be very happy for them. And I would not be complaining because that would be an awesome story, but I just can't reasonably predict that.
0: I don't know what team's defense is going to win them a championship, except for maybe Milwaukee or Boston's last year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the Lakers, that could be part of, like we were talking about that earlier, that could be part of their argument to win the West. Like, on paper, ceiling-wise, they might have the best defensive ceiling in this Western Conference besides, like, maybe Memphis, maybe. I
0: think the Warriors ceiling, based off of last year with Wiggins.
1: But if Wiggins isn't coming back, I, I feel like it's I mean,
0: If just- they have Wiggins the- and Gary Payton back, that's the same thing as last year. They were so good defensively.
1: Oh no, I agree. I don't think either of those guys are gonna touch the court in the playoffs. Because Wiggins, like, I hope he's doing all right because it seems like he has some serious personal stuff going on. And Gary Payne's injury, like they trade for him and he was still hurt. So I don't think either of those guys are gonna play. So I'm 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 looking at this year, and I don't think Golden State is like what like I said, because of Curry, you still have to give them a chance, but I don't think Golden State has a championship like window here.
0: Yeah, I think this year, probably not. I think the only other real threat – Or who are talking about? Nuggets, Kings, Lakers, Warriors. I think the only real team that's like – I mean, the Clippers you could talk about because Kawhi is well, good, but – I,
1: I I need – we'll get to the Clippers in a second because I I can't – you know I can't quit them. You know I can never quit the Clippers.
0: Yeah, I feel like for me, it's really like the Lakers I can't ever quit, but I think this year, like the obvious elephant in the room has to be Phoenix –
1: yeah, uh, yeah, we we did gloss over them. Here's the thing, like, like of course, they, they, they probably have the best ceiling, but can a team that has such little chemistry so far make a run? Now, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Kevin Durant and Devin Booker as a duo, I think. I was, I was about to say history.
0: it's going to be Kevin Durant joining a team. Yeah, that's the guy.
1: Yeah, I agree, but it's just like he's played like three games with them. Is he really going to walk into the playoffs and it's just immediately going to take off? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I also don't like their bench. I also don't like their bench.
0: Yeah, their bench is atrocious right now because they gave up everything for Kevin. Yeah. Um
1: like this off season, that's why I was saying before, like I think we talked about this on our talk show, like like I feel like next year is the year for Phoenix when they restock the team, get some veterans to sign for, you know, one year deals to come come juice up the bench. They could still make a run cuz like we keep saying, this west Western conference is so wide open maybe Phoenix does it. I wouldn't rule it out, but like, I, I just have a hard time picking a team with such little um experience together. I don't
0: know. You make a great point, but I just think about Kevin joining any team and then it's just looking like, Oh yeah. It's a major injury. Okay. dropped 35 tonight. And yeah. then all the other players had their averages are higher. And it's like, right. The way that he doesn't take away from anyone else is absurd. I feel like this is my other issue where people be like, oh, do no, it's like a dream teammate for this person, Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. They're a dream teammate <laughs> for anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: it, what team can't use a three and D Klay Thompson or Kevin Durant who doesn't need the ball? Like that's the obvious, like, yeah, I don't think there's a team that wouldn't take those guys. Right? They literally fit in perfectly, especially older Klay too within his defense was that elite. But Kevin though just fits on any team. He doesn't take away from others. If there's a guy that's just going to walk in and just bring you a title, I mean, he only brought one team a title, and they were already good without him. But in terms of the team chemistry, the least person that I'm concerned with that is Kevin Durant.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, But then why aren't you picking Phoenix to win the West? Just to push back on you. I'm just pushing back on you.
0: I don't think they're going to be healthy.
1: Okay, so you don't think Durant's going to be ready?
0: Chris Paul, probably going to collapse A. And be Kevin Durant's probably get injured like that. I'm just banking that. I, I, I like to see things before I believe in them.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: So I don't. I haven't seen any of the Suns. Okay,
1: that's fair. That's this whole fair. Podcast, I, I'm, I've I'm just I'm been saying you.
0: I'm sticking with what I've seen from the Heat,
1: from, okay. the,
0: from the Warriors. We've literally seen nothing from the Suns. I I don't know how you expect me to be like. Listen, man, the Suns are going to win it all when we've never actually. No, I like, agree. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong if they win. I, my I wouldn't issue, be surprised.
1: My issue with trying to pick a team, because I haven't, like, said who I'm picking yet. Like, I, I don't know who to pick, because I think I would have just picked Denver. But I think, like, if they match up with the Lakers, they're getting bounced. And at that point, like, I guess I should be with you in picking the Lakers as well. And I'm a big LeBron guy, so, like, I probably should be doing that. But, like, just the, the – the it's like I just can't get the taste out of, out of my mouth of this Lakers team where, like, they're an eight seed right now. They're not even in the play in tournament. They're an eleven seed as we currently stand. They sucked earlier this year. They missed the playoffs last year. The injury concerns like it's hard to pick them. Right. But like, who should I pick them? Cause I don't believe in Denver. I don't believe in Memphis. I like, I really like the Kings, but can I, can I trust them for four rounds or even three rounds? Like, I don't know. So where does this lead me? Chris Reynolds. It leads you to That's the Clippers me- show. It does lead me to the Clippers. And I hate this. I really do hate this but like I just keep looking at this roster. Like you're going to tell me that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George if they're right aren't going to be awesome in the playoffs. Kawhi has been starting to get his mojo back over these past few months. I love every trade they made at the deadline. They they restocked the roster with better players. They brought in Plumlee. He's been really good. They brought in Eric Gordon. He's been solid. Bones Highland isn't playing, but he's a he is a break glass in case of emergency guy where maybe he can come in and in a random game in the playoffs and just randomly get 10 points. Can we address the Russell Westbrook signing? Oh, wait, I did forget about Russell Westbrook. But to your point, you have argued for me. You've argued towards me that, like, they have maximized Russell in some ways as a passer. But that is a great point, Russell Westbrook and a rebounder. That is a good point, though. Can I pick a team that has Russell Westbrook as a starting point guard to make the finals? Probably not. Oh. I forgot I literally forgot about Russell Westbrook.
0: Here's my thing. If he was their starting point guard, he is. I love it. I know, but I'm saying like when he's with the bench, I think just surround him with like random scrubs who can kind of shoot and he's going to do great. Yeah. When you make him go with Paul George and Kawhi, he's just like
1: He's definitely been better with the Clippers. Like he has been oh, better. there's no question, but but he has still has so many limitations like
0: but it's, it's What he does can work for any team. I'll just mention the things that they're doing differently with Westbrook. One, hey, Westbrook, rebound, because you're the best rebounding guard in the league.
1: No, that's Josh Hart. I'm just kidding. Well, He doesn't
0: doesn't count as a guard. He's a forward. Oh, whatever. Russell Westbrook, they don't guard him when he's on the perimeter for good reason, but now he can just sprint up and grab the rebound, because his odds are if Westbrook's really trying, he's going to get the rebound over most guys. So that's one. Two. Any fast-break situation, they give the ball to Westbrook because he can actually create offense for that team in transition. They were pretty slow. Now they actually have someone to push the pace in transition. He rebounds for the team. That's what they need to do. When he gets the defensive rebound, he can then create tempo for the team. And they also use him as a big man to pick and roll, which the Lakers kind of did. That kind of worked, and then they just stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. Now they let him be the roller, and that way he's getting momentum towards the rim. They're literally showing Westbrook, Here's how you just charge the rim the whole game. Cause that's the only thing you could really do.
1: Yeah. see The thing about Russ right now, like he does give them that change of pace, but like, I just can't trust him. And I don't know why I forgot that he was on the team. When I said I would pick the Clippers, I still kind of want to pick the Clippers though. Cause like, I, you know, I'm a big Paul George guy. I believe in him as a second star on a championship team. Like I think he can be the second best player on a championship team to this day. And we know damn well Kawhi Leonard can be the best player on a championship team if he's healthy. He's averaging 29 points a game in his last 10 games. He's been looking a lot healthier since he came back from, you know, after the first half of the season, he was always in and out of the lineup. He even came off the bench a few times. They just just have the right cogs. Like, their team makes sense to me. I feel like they do have a logical 10-man rotation. I think they have a really good coach in Ty Lue. But I still don't. But now that now that you reminded me about Westbrook, now I don't want to pick them either. So like, I
0: like them more with Westbrook. I don't know why you hate on them so much.
1: I I think they I do think they're better than like when they had Reggie Jackson. But I don't think you can win a championship with Russell Westbrook as your point guard right now. So I don't know.
0: I Think you win a championship with Harden, but you know.
1: No, that's so that's so different, and that's an absurd thing to say. You think um, Harden's
0: not gonna choke away a series?
1: James Harden's a top 20 player in the league. Russell Westbrook is not even close to that anymore.
0: Are you saying like all time you came up with Westbrook?
1: No, I'm saying this season.
0: Even if it's just on the roster.
1: Russell Westbrook was on a finals team. I'm, not, I'm not saying his entire career.
0: I was gonna say that was pretty whatever, but
1: I'm saying I'm saying now. Like
0: I mean Harden's better now, but I don't think Westbrook like, makes it an able to win a championship. I think it helps the team.
1: I don't know. I, I I think Russell Westbrook has been mostly inoffensive in his month with the Clippers, but he's been like, do we really trust him not to go back to his self-sabotaging ways on the court? Like, I don't know.
0: I think it's I all totally over
1: see. I could totally see him out sh- shooting the Clippers out of a game in the playoffs.
0: So he knows like, that's not his role, though, this time. Like, he knows they gave him a lifeline. what they said
1: about the Lakers, Chris. No, that's what they said about the Lakers. Lakers. The
0: Lakers traded everything for him, and they said he's the third star.
1: Well, he was. He's still he's like not. the third star now.
0: No, he's not.
1: His stats on the Clippers aren't really that different from the Lakers. Like, they're still empowering him to have the ball and go in transition, like you were saying. And that's the what the Lakers didn't at. give
0: him the ball in transition. The Lakers gave him the ball at the top of the key. And they said, okay, go create. That's different.
1: Okay. All right. All they right.
0: gave him a clear defined role before they signed him because they know they don't want that to happen with them.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I hope to see it because I know that would make you really happy if Russell Westbrook helps impact winning. And-
0: if Westbrook wins a title, I'm naming my first shot of Russell for sure. <laughs> um, that's. I said I was going to do that before, like when he won MVP.
1: I think you've the Lakers' first eight seed to make the final since the New York Knicks. I think I'm. I think I'm there with you. I, I think I've been convinced. I was almost there at the Clippers, but I. Here's the thing. Let's end here. Let's end here. Unless you want to talk about Minnesota or Utah, but I feel like we have to. Unfortunately, there is no team
0: I'd rather not talk about than the Minnesota Timberwolves and Rudy Gobert.
1: Well, that's disappointing because I kind of like what the Wolves are doing right now. But we, it's, okay. it's okay. I love.
0: I love Edwards. But I will
1: make. I will make a TikTok about the Timberwolves to cover like, them and
0: real another- quick about the Timberwolves. I forgot that Cat's been gone the whole season. Yeah. Well and then he come- suffered a setback, they said, in January. And then he's like, yeah. now questionable. It's like...
1: He's, he's coming back. He might come back tomorrow, though.
0: It's like, are we actually expecting that to do anything for them?
1: Well, I actually think it would make them worse. But now we're now we're going off track. We're going off track. But
0: I know. I just, it was just a question that Towns has missed the whole season. I feel like no one's talked about it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's. I think if Towns comes back, it makes them a lot more clunky. Because I do think they are a sneaky team uh, around that 7-8 like play in range, but at the same time, with all that aside, let's end here. LeBron James is pretty much the unequivocal second greatest player of all time. He has four championships. He has four championships. He is the all time leading scorer in NBA history that happened earlier this season. If he comes back after, you know, an injury layoff, another injury layoff, he walks into the playoffs. He and Anthony Davis get the Lakers out of the play in game. They face a number one seed in, in Denver or a number two seed in Memphis. They knock those teams down, knock one of those teams down, and then maybe play the, the other team in the next round. And then maybe in the conference finals, they take on the Clippers, you know, the crosstown rival. They take down all those guys. And then by some miracle, the Lakers defeat the Bucs or sadly the Sixers or the Celtics in the NBA finals. LeBron James gets his fifth ring he does it as an eight seed or a seven seed. Like at a certain point, I think that's that would convince me and would finally make me comfortable to say what I truly feel that LeBron is the best player of all time. I still say it's Jordan because I just think those six rings right now are really unassailable, those two three-peats. But LeBron, if he had just this one extra thing in his quiver at 38 years old, I, I think that would be a crazy storyline that a lot of people aren't prepared for, but it's, it's, it's in play. What do you think about that? Cause I've been thinking about that.
0: I mean, LeBron's my go. I think when people. down, Yeah. I mean, okay. it, when he went to the Lakers and won it again, I'm like, all right, Rose 35, 36, and just walked into LA changed it. And then won during like a pandemic, like, I'm sorry, but like three different teams you had to go do to win. No one, he can't build a dynasty with the Cavaliers because it's not 1990s, okay? Players change teams now. And also, if you look at the amount of talent in the league, it's so much higher than Jordan's. Jordan now can't, because imagine, all right, look at all the foreign-born players who probably wouldn't be in the NBA during Jordan's era, but LeBron has to deal with Jokic, Luka, Giannis, Embiid. Well, how Memphis about even
1: the- this? How about even this? You just look at who the Bulls beat in those final series. The best team they played, in my opinion, was the Suns that Suns team with Barkley and Kevin Johnson, I would say that was the best team out of the six. Like LeBron's out here jazz. fighting. What you say? Over the Jazz? Yes, in my opinion, yes. Um, you look at who LeBron has gone against, both who he's beaten and who he's lost to in the finals. You know, Duncan and Popovich and Tony Parker with San Antonio. The Warriors just with Curry and Draymond and Clay, The Warriors with Kevin Durant.
0: But LeBron that year literally didn't have Kyrie or Kevin when he went yeah. up the right player draymond
1: right exactly like how about this kevin durant russell westbrook and james harden they beat them like it's just i know they were young but still those are three of the top 75 players ever like lebron's finals wins he has less of them than jordan but they're more impressive than jordan's in my opinion anyone that boils down finals
0: you can't boil down the goat conversation to six is greater than four i'm sorry Right, exactly. Like the, the idea that the whole greatest of all time depends on who's won more finals is the most stupid, ludicrous argument. It's like you're going to try to boil down that one thing just because of one comparative right. statistic. Like six is greater than four.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing. Like, here's my thing that I always say. Like, if Patrick Mahomes, at the level he's going at right now, say he retires with four Super Bowl rings, are we really going to any and, and his statistics that he has now, like, continue to be amazing. Like he's continues to be a, a 40 touchdown eight interception guy for another decade or whatever it is. 10 interception. Are we going to say, well, Brady still won three more Super Bowls, So Pat Mahomes isn't better than Brady. Like he's just clearly a better
0: people passer. will say that, but I don't think that's wrong. Like the greatest. Like, and
1: I think while well, I just projected something in the future with Mahomes and Brady, we're living it right now with LeBron. He's done everything you can ask. I mean, and maybe I'm a hypocrite he's lost, for to still having Jordan goat, but LeBron's very close.
0: He's lost one finals that he should have won.
1: Yeah, the Dallas one. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the only one that he's lost that he actually could have and probably should have won.
1: Right, right.
0: Like he wasn't beating that San Antonio team either time that he lost to them. Mm-hmm. He wasn't beating he, I, he without Kyrie and Kevin Love, he wasn't going to be the Golden State team. And there was no chance he shouldn't have beat them at all. The six
1: finals he shouldn't have won, and they and he did it like
0: yeah. And then the, there was history. if LeBron beat any team with Kevin Durant, he would be the legitimate undisputed goat. Yeah, in my brain, yeah, just because that actually was the best team I've ever seen. But if he wins this year, he gets five just as much as Kobe. Yeah. If anyone, okay, anyone that's saying that the whole Kobe is better than LeBron thing, we don't I'll even entertain on
1: this podcast. We don't even entertain. Yeah, anybody.
0: like I'm sorry, Kobe was Shaq was three Finals MVPs. Like, imagine if Kyrie and Wade were the Finals MVPs. I'm sorry, like would that not would that not be a discussion? Right. Oh, LeBron won three Finals or won four Finals, but two of them he wasn't the Finals MVP. We would discredit those beyond belief. Are you kidding? Yeah.
1: Imagine what Skip Bayless would do with that. MVP. I know,
0: but yet Kobe. Three of the five wasn't the best like, player on the team. It's
1: crazy because I'm, like, so pro Kobe, but, like, I just have to, like, kind of down on him because so many, like, LeBron haters pretend he's even on LeBron's level, which is absurd.
0: I don't know how people say, you don't know ball if It's not MJ right. Kobe I, I know, like, or. the fact
1: that Kobe isn't with us anymore, I also hate, like, saying anything bad about him. But, like, it's just LeBron, like, LeBron is... He just so he's just who he's LeBron James. Like that's just who he is. He is, he is the most transcendent athlete this sport has ever seen along with Jordan. I would give them like, they're on the same level of being transcendent, but because LeBron has just surpassed Jordan in the sense of just how long he's been doing this, he's the all-time leading scorer. And if he does win a championship this season, which is very possible, he doesn't, but this is just a fun hypothetical conversation to have. Cause if that does happen, it's going to be a really fun narrative to see how people, it's going to be fun to see how the media interprets a, a potential LeBron James championship victory this season.
0: Yeah. And also we've seen through a time, like people just won less championships as Titans goes on, like Russell won eight. And then, Oh,
1: no, he won 11.
0: Or, um, did I say eight? Yeah. Bro, I don't know what time, I'm so tired. I don't <laughs> know why I said eight. I know he won 11. Oh no. I'm going to say, um, who was it? Michaela Parrish won eight. I don't know. Havla one, 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 one of the Celtics guys, I sent you this one eight and oh, but no one talks about it. Oh,
1: it was uh wasn't it, Havlicek?
0: it was It was Havlicek. So Havlicek. Russell wins eleven, Havlicek wins eight, then MJ wins six, Kobe and Duncan win five. It's like throw time to win less because there's so much more talent that a player can't, and there's also more teams now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, they didn't have to deal with the double the expansion of the league. I I was saying this before Luka, Jokic, and and Giannis are like four of the top five six players in league yeah yeah like they wouldn't have been in the league in 1990 because the like basketball wasn't outside of america yet but now lebron has to deal with all these generational all-time athletes they have to compete against but like mj was dealing with you know a smaller pool of people let me
1: step let me step in just to clarify for you because like i want people to be like well actually chris you know hakeem olajuwon was in the league back then like if you look at statistically, there are so many more foreign players in the NBA right now than okay. there were.
0: Tony Kukoc to. was like the poster boy of a European yeah. basketball player.
1: right?
0: Okay, Tony Kukoc and Jokic are not the same player. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I tried saying this in, I, I over spring break. I was saying how, like, LeBron is a lot higher competition, especially with the foreign-born players. And someone mentioned Tony Kukoc. <laughs> and he was on MJ's team anyways. Chris, what about Sarunas Marcelonis?
1: Come on. There
0: yeah, these... are... are yeah, So bonus also came over and he was old too. And it's yeah. like I'm sorry, there's just a lot more guys. If you did like the team world, like they wanted to team world versus team USA team for like the All Star game. Yeah, that idea would have been terrible in yeah. 1990 because right. there was not a lot of people. Besides, Hakeem was the only one. He's not European, but he was like a world player. Yes. Besides, Hakeem yes. was Tony Kukoc. Like, it's just a complete. Petrovich,
1: but like, there's not a lot. There's not a lot.
0: Yeah, the just. Sheer talent in the league now of guys coming up. There's so much more. when is going to come next year. Like, when he's another guy from yeah, We're going to be talking
1: about Wembanyama this summer on this podcast, I'm sure.
0: Um, We should just have our own podcast just about Victor Wembanyama.
1: <laughs> sweepstakes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just the whole like, idea of that LeBron should just win six as MJ won six doesn't work. I, agree. I, I, I just, it's frustrating. I it's don't know really how we got true. here from the Western Conference, but oh yeah, LeBron's going to win the finals. That's how we got here. LeBron James is going to win the Sith finals. You hear it here. I just
1: think this is like, this is why this Western Conference is so ridiculous is the, in that like, we are picking the 11 seed to make the finals, both of us. Like I have somehow warped my mind where that is possible because- I only think they lose to Westbrook, Milwaukee. And I don't want Jokic to do it. So what'd you I say? I only
0: think they lose to Milwaukee.
1: You do think they lose?
0: Yeah, that's the only team that I'd be like, yeah, they lose. Every mm-hmm. other team I could talk myself into.
1: Right? Yeah, I, I think competing. that's. I think it's fair. I think that's fair. Now it doesn't matter because the Sixers are going to win the finals anyway. So this the whole conversation we just had about LeBron becoming the goat. It doesn't matter because the Sixers are going to win the finals. The first final since nineteen eighty three. But it was a fun conversation to have, wasn't it?
0: I'll, I'll send you a crisis hotline when the Sixers lose in the second round.
1: No. No, we're at least making round three. We're beating Boston, Chris. Come on, at least be with me on this one. You have to have my back here. Even if you you're like, even if your stance is the Bucks are gonna beat the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals and make go to the finals, you gotta have my back on this second round thing. You gotta you gotta you gotta have my back. Come on.
0: As of right now, I think you'd beat the Celtics, but I I think in the playoffs, I'm assuming, right around
1: the corner, Chris. Not much is about change.
0: I think Boston's gonna have like a ramp up week one, as long as it's not the heat. If Boston could just have like an easier round one just to like find their mojo.
1: Marcus Smart wishes he was the Anthony Melton.
0: Cool. Um, So, (laughs) dude, no.
1: (laughs) Yes, he does. Has Marcus Smart ever made the culture rankings, Chris? No, he hasn't.
0: Marcus Smart tweeted the other day. He was actually offended that it was on the culture rankings. Yeah. Well, I've also never been club. on the Culture Rankings you're show. In club, Just, yeah. I, I haven't been on the Culture Rankings either, so me and Marcus Smart are going to go cry about it. And Listen, then Clay Thompson a good podcast. Maybe,
1: maybe you'll make it this week. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Bro, I don't want to make that award anymore. Did me you? and Marcus Smart going to form our own Culture Rankings, and, and Clay Thompson is going to be there counting how many rings he has. And It's going to be a cast of you know people who have been outcast by the Culture Rankings.
1: Dylan Brooks will never see the culture rankings.
0: That's fair. That's valid. I'm, all, I'm on board with that. If there is an anti-culture rankings. Yeah. You'd be one, and then you'd That's probably be true.
1: two. No, I would never be on the anti-culture rankings ever. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. You're, you know, man, just, right. messing with me, you know, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
1: All right. Well, what did we learn from this podcast? I don't the know. The Lakers are the best team in the West, even though they're yeah. not in the playing game right now. That's what we learned.
0: The Lakers will – uh be in a playing game, honestly. If they're the ninth or 10th seed, and then like they wouldn't have even made the playoffs a few years ago, but right. now, they're, like, Clear. if that actually happens, that would be the funniest thing because like the Phillies, too, wouldn't have made the playoffs last season.
1: Oh, stop. What, what that's so unnecessary, like. <laughs> My
0: point is, the Phillies wouldn't have even made the playoffs, and then they expanded the playoffs, so they were made it by one, and then they went to the World Series. Yeah. Imagine the Lakers wouldn't have even been in the yes. playoffs.
1: But the Phillies the Phillies would have been a 100-win team last year if we didn't have Joe Girardi at the beginning of the year. But that's another topic. But anyway, we agree. We agree. The Lakers are about to go on a Penn State-esque Cinderella run and make the NBA Finals. So, That's what we got to say about this Western Conference. So thank you, Chris, so much for joining me once again. And thank you all for listening to our uh, absolutely nonsensical arguments about the Western Conference. Uh, I'm really excited to see how this NBA playoff picture shakes out across the final few weeks of the season. Chris, you're going to be back soon because we're going to be doing some all NBA picks the next time you come on the podcast at the end of the regular season. I am so excited to reopen the MVP debate with you once again, although right now you're on my side. So that's a good thing.
0: I mean, I think you should have an open mind because maybe if Jokic plays better than Embiid, he should be the MVP. And maybe if Embiid plays better than Jokic, he should be the MVP. But what do I know? Let me just pick one side and stick to it the whole year. I don't know
1: what parallel universe you exist in where Jokic is better than Embiid, but that's going to do it for this edition of Trust the Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow on Spotify or Apple if you aren't already. And other than that, Have a great rest of your day. Go Sixers.